Hello, 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 my Her Brand Girlfriends. This is your host, Kenyatta Gordon, coming to you again for another episode of Her Brand Girl Talk, where we talk success and not mess. And I'm so excited to once again be able to sit and talk with you and introduce you to another one of my girlfriends who just here to inspire you. The stories, the conversations that we have, so amazing. So stay tuned. Today we are actually coming from Dantana's and it's located across the street from Lenox Mall. This is one of my old spots that I used to love to come to and just sit at the bar. The bartenders here are so friendly and amazing. So like come here with your girlfriends and just have laughs and talks and all of that stuff. You know, all that stuff we like to do and talk success and not mess. Okay, so this week I'm sitting here with a friend of mine, Bridget, that I met, and slowly but surely we, we you know, I don't. When we met, we just instantly oh, like we instantly clicked right. in a room of about 200 fashionistas. Right. You and I came together, and the glue—it was where the rubber hit the road, right, <laughs> right away, right, like just. It's just something about when you have when you that energy. Like I'm big mm-hmm. on um, the universe and energy, and that energy was just Absolutely. like magnetic, you know. It was. Yeah. So okay. I'll, did you? Oh yeah. So the food here um, that we ordered. What did you order? Today? I got the ahi pokey tuna because I love it. It's healthy. It's light, and it's like one of those meals that if you have it on your menu, you know how to do it right. Oh wow! Really? <laughs> oh yeah. You don't waste restaurant dollars on ahi tuna that you have to throw out every day if it doesn't go well. So oh, wow. you know that the chef is confident in what he's doing. So it's it's my little go-to dish when I see it. Oh, wow. I'm going to have to try that next time I go out. We tried to go to um, True Foods Kitchen. That's one of my spots right there. There's a margarita there that I like. It's a um, ginger margarita. It is so good. But as always, True Foods, it's so good that it's always packed. All the time. (laughs) And we tried to go early, but they were like, you have to wait for your reservation. So I'm going to have to do another episode from True Foods sometime soon. That's really the only healthy restaurant I like. Like, yeah, there's a lot of good ones in the Atlanta area that are starting to come around now, but that's definitely topping the list. Really? Yeah, because when my friend first introduced me, she was like, it's healthy. I was like, oh, it looks healthy. Oh. <laughs> and then I went there, I was like, now I'm addicted to the place. You know? Yes, definitely. Handcrafted meals, their drinks are fantastic. It's a really nice environment. You wouldn't even think you're at a mall food place, right. a mall food restaurant. Oh it's God. very just standalone good. Well, it's not your regular, like, in the mall restaurant um but it's like a restaurant outside the mall yeah if you've ever been to um atlanta lennox mall you'll know what we're talking about you know and if you haven't make your way there right because atlanta is very bougie i think lennox (laughs) may be one of the few malls where you have to valet (laughs) to go to the mall you know or drive to park for an hour so just oh my god just cough it up go valet especially if you have cute heels on right so and then we just ordered some wine like my favorite go-to wine is Malbec but they didn't have any Malbec today and so um, we tried a red blend I'm not big on the red blend I I don't know but 
I'm noticing that you and I don't have good luck when it comes to ordering wine because at the last fashion show that we were at, they were all out of the rosé. Really? And they were all out of something else. Oh, wow. I didn't remember that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, look, at least we got a red wine this time. I don't know. (laughs) The the red blend wasn't too good. So we are now doing a cap. I guess you can't go wrong with the cap, huh? Can't go wrong with it. Right. Well-rounded. There was a time when Malbec first became so popular. You couldn't find Malbec anywhere. I know. You had to go to a high-end spot to get a Malbec. Now, I'm happy you can find them a lot of places now. Thank you, Amazon. Right. Yes. <laughs> for, for shrinking the world of wine. Right. <laughs> so, okay. You know, I always say, branding is telling your story to the audience before the audience tells it for you. Therefore, it begins at inception. And we on Her Brand Girl Talk, we girlfriends come here for that inspiration, that um, to know that there are other ladies who are out there like us who are working on our success story, working on her brand, our brand, to um, inspire ourselves and inspire others. And a lot of times, even on that journey, we um, our journeys ups and downs we all come from different backgrounds the struggles and then sometimes we have people who have they they have that um they are afraid to allow you to, to give you that the ticket or that that guide to lead you towards success and then with social media I always say it, it makes everyone think that you know everything is all cookies and cream and you know strawberries on top and everything I want you to tell us your story, your journey, because it's an amazing journey story, what she does. Um, tell tell the audience exactly who Bridget is. Enjoy, ladies. Thank you. My pleasure. Let me know if you'll need anything. Okay. Tell the, tell the audience. Our food just got here, so I'll leave. Um, I'm, I'm letting you take over right now, Bridget. Okay. Tell us who you are. Tell us about your company, your business, all, all the amazing things that you have going on, your journey and everything. All right, sure. So, well, thank you, Kenyatta, first and foremost, for having me on your show. Thank I'm you, so excited to be able to talk to your listeners uh, about how great right now it is to be a woman. Mm-hmm. because it is fantastic and the world is our playground yes. and we are finally coming into our own power uh, and I'm just really excited to share my personal journey and how it has gotten to me to where I am today. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of it isn't beautiful. A lot of it isn't uh, roses like the internet would yes. show it. Uh, I try to be as authentic as I can on my own social media, <laughs> but still there's only so much of our true tori- story we can tell, mm-hmm. right? And uh, currently what I'm doing is I own a medical practice and it is basically built for the uninsured Hispanic population because I just think that's a group of people that is really left out of a lot right now and especially out of the healthcare industry. Uh, They're uninsured, they don't have a a place to go. And I wanted to provide a safe haven for them because everyone deserves to be cared for regardless of gender, gender identification, uh, nationality, race, or citizenship status. Either way, you are a human being. I love it. (laughs) Thank you. So I started that about two years ago. Actually, I'm coming up to two years on November 15th, so in two days. Yes! Oh, 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 wait, hold on. Let's cheers to that. Toast, 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 toast. Yes. 
Oh wow! So, Isn't that so amazing? It is. When you come up on, you embark upon those that those anniversary years, and then you get it over is. that hump. And usually they say it takes three years to um, to to for your success to start raining before you can start seeing and then a return on investment Correct. on your business. You know. That's very so, true. So, oh my God, I'm so that's so. Thank great. you. I'm very happy about it. Uh, it was a scary experience because a little about my story is I'm not a doctor. Uh, I'm not a nurse practitioner. I'm not a nurse at all. And so, to own a medical practice is very unusual. What I do have experience in is sales and marketing, uh, which is also why how you just said about turning a business profitable by its third year. We were profitable in four months without <laughs> even accepting insurance. Shut up! Yes. So, you know, I really want to share with small business owners how they can do it too and use my sales and marketing expertise that I have from over 15 years and create an online platform for them, a learning lab. And so I'm going to call it Profit Lab or Profit Lab 101. I'm not official on that yet because I'm I tell her Profit Lab. I think it should be Profit Lab. I need for you guys to call in and leave a message and say, you know, vote yes. which one. Profit Lab, Profit Lab 101. Which, but yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a little problem because the dot com is taken and I'm, I'm working that out. Well, that's, that's why you have me here. <laughs> yes, exactly. So we're going to work on that. But Profit Lab in general, and I want it to be a site where, you know, any small business owner who says, I know that the number one thing that I'm lacking is sales and marketing expertise, and I want to do it and learn it in a DIY fashion, but in a digestible way where someone just, please just lay out the blueprint for me and stop confusing me and putting me on this hamster wheel of downloadable PDFs. Because <laughs> everyone is not meant to be on you know online you know some of us have social anxiety i did for a long time you know right um so everyone is not we all are different so our the way we deliver is totally different so digital may not be for them you know but then we may start losing you know instagram because or and people have gotten so used to just depending on mm -hmm. social media and I always say we have to get back to the elementary ways yes. of marketing you know because right because it's just it's digital it's a machine it's it's computerized you know mm -hmm. what's going to happen when it crashes and now with all the the um the big um hoopla about Instagram taking away the likes and it's going to mess up people, you know. So, hello. That's yeah. where we have to get back to the elementary because there's going to be a lot of millennials who are going to be hurt. They're going to be butt sore. <laughs> you know? Yes. And the more you're relying on social media, the more you're allowing all of your clients and potential clients to be lost if they decide to freeze your account mm -hmm. or, I mean, there's just so right. many different things that can happen. Yes, everything is great. Thank you. So, you know, email list building, all of that is going to be covered on Profit Lab. So I want to ask, so I know you said, and, and, and I've had a few guests and that have been on, and majority of the time, what we go to school for mm -hmm. is not our in it's not our journey it's not our career Thank goal <laughs> oh lord jesus i'm ready to hear this so and since you said that you i'm not a doctor i'm not a nurse i'm not okay. this and that 
how the heck did you get into here? Where was your where, where was your education in? Like, <laughs> it's so it amazes me to find out what people went to school for, and you're like, well, how did you end up doing this? You know. Yeah. Actually, that is uh, a great question, and I I dropped out of school in tenth grade. I had had a daughter in ninth grade, so I actually had no formal education my whole life. Yeah, so. Yeah, I like sharing that part of the story with people because I think it shows you what is possible. Yep. So I tell my story backwards. And so currently I own, this year we will be clearing seven figures in one year, a medical practice. And I'm not saying that to be braggadocious. I'm no. just going saying it to be what's possible. That's okay. Because to some people, that's people. a small number, right? <laughs> some people, maybe, but it inspires people. Someone who's just starting out on a, with a business or someone who dropped out of school or someone right. who had, they started college and they had financial issues. That was me. I'm not going to lie. I started college mm-hmm. and having a kid at a young age, no support or anyone helping me out, things like that. Yeah. I was in and out of college. You know, and then I ended up not being able to finish college at all. But I had a teacher who seen so much in me, who saw, I guess he's seen my potential and how much I, that my professor, yes, he was, he stayed in contact with me, followed me on LinkedIn. His name is Mr. Leach. Hey, Mr. Leach. Hi, Mr. Leach. (laughs) Teacher of the year. Right. And he, he's the one who nominated me to be the chairwoman for the Atlanta Technical College Marketing Department because He's he's seen like even with my presentations when I were in school when I was in school he would tell the other teachers and they would come to me and be like Mr. Leach said that you know he was just bragging about you know your your presentation I'm like really but it was a struggle still being a single mom I was going through a lot of stuff and yeah, it, yeah. so people want to hear that because a lot of times we give up and we feel like well I didn't do this so I can't accomplish this you know right. that type of thing so girl tell us t- tell us about that okay <laughs> so. When I was in ninth grade and thought I was madly in love. (laughs) As we all do as teenagers. (laughs) Yeah. So I uh, had a child and uh, she's beautiful. Her name is Kirsten. She is going on 26 in two months. Yes. She's my darling little superstar. And so when my life in high school was very different than other people's high schools, I refused to become a statistic. I was like, I will not become a statistic who's living off of the system and doing this and staying with some abusive boyfriend. I was like, I'm going to do it on my own mm-hmm. and in a way that aligns with me. So I worked three jobs through high school. Uh, and in the morning, this, w- this was how I went to school. Mm-hmm. I refused to quit school uh, where a lot of people had to drop out. And I was like, oh, no, I'm not going to be a dropout just because of that. So I would pack her up in the morning. I would have six o'clock in the morning, I would have a diaper bag, a car seat, my child, my backpack, and my baby <laughs> on the bus, Girl. on the school bus. Superwoman, like I said. <laughs> well, let me tell you what that did for me. Mm-hmm. And I actually didn't realize this until about two years ago. I was having a conversation with my daughter, and she was so 
paranoid because she had to wear this shirt and uh, you know she didn't like it it was out of style but it was the only one she had it was like winter and she didn't have new winter clothes yet right kind of like this week where winter just sprung up on us right (laughs) it was like 80 less disrespectful I was like why do you care what people think and then I I realized I didn't care what people thought because look what I wore I couldn't care what people thought or I wouldn't make it a day because in ninth grade my accessory was a baby on my hip and a car seat and a diaper bag and a a backpack. I wasn't worried at all about how I looked or how someone thought how I looked because I already looked ridiculous. (laughs) If I spent my time thinking about that, I would never have provided for my child. That's stuff you need to be putting on, like, Instagram and stuff, because when people are going through using social media as, like, their their approval of things, you know, that, see, I'm sorry, that's the branding person. No, that's that's what I need to hear, because that's a part of it that I usually keep down, because whenever I have that conversation, the whole look on someone's face changes, their demeanor to how they treat me changes, and it seems like my my life just came to me through luck of the draw, like I got some sort of lottery ticket, and it's like, no, that's what built me. That's exactly what built me. That made me say, I don't care what you think, and you think, I'm going to do this. Now, I did have to quit in 10th grade. Mm -hmm. Um, I, oh, I didn't even mention this part. My daughter came to school with me as in I nursed her on my lunch break. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. It got a little intense two years later. Um, Actually, it was in my third year. And, uh, you know, just supporting her became harder and harder. And I wasn't having any time with her. And so I said, I really need to just quit school and work full time to take care of her because I wasn't learning anything in that school anyway. You can't be a mom in school and a student. And so I had left. Um, I After that, you know, a long time of just working. And then I got a sales job. I sold cars. I sold. I did lead generation. I did marketing, business to business, business to consumer, just several different things that I loved and then when I was 33 uh, the sales industry went down after 9-11 happened in New York Mm -hmm. and I said okay uh, I have to do something else and kind of like society makes us feel time to go to school right Right. so I'm like 32 now I'm raising five kids (laughs) yes well I have three from my belly and two from my heart two belong to my ex oh wow Okay, yeah, good. so, which at the time we were together. And okay. so we raised five kids. And I was like, oh my gosh, not only am I going back to school, I got to get a GED. I didn't even have a GED. I didn't even have a GED. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was like, time to stop playing Farmville. <laughs> not Farmville. <laughs> And, uh, you know, get it together. And so I went to school for ultrasound just because it sounded like a safe bet. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I did that. And I worked as soon as while I was still in school, I decided, wait a minute, why would I do ultrasound for someone else when I could buy a machine and go market myself to doctors? (laughs) So I was like, can't wait to graduate so I can (laughs) entrepreneur this game. So I I also own Atlanta Ultrasound and I still do that today. Uh, I have someone who works for me and runs Mm -hmm. most of the exams now. Uh, But I I love that business too. And um, 
So that kind of led me to meeting a nurse practitioner and saying, hey, there's this underserved market. And I think you and I and the hearts and the missions we bring to it really want to serve these people. And we can do it in a way that it's a it's still a for-profit business it's not a charity but it doesn't mean it has to cost people an arm and a leg who don't have insurance and we see everybody you know Americans come in but we just want to let them know we are here for you you know you are you are supported and uh, it's it's been really wonderful so so you kind of downplay Atlanta ultrasound Uh bring out everything what all because you have okay Everything you do is amazing. Your story is amazing. So to tell us like everything that you that like all of your businesses and okay. how they came about, like it's just it's it's a, that story right there alone is inspiring. Because there's a lot of people out here who are Thank just you. just like you. You know, just like I think I downplay the Atlanta ultrasound because it's not my baby. It's what I feel God put together for me so that I could meet the nurse practitioner who's Mary Ejifoma, amazing woman, and build the real business that I was put here to build, which was the Clinica Familiar, Iprenetal. So that was more like where all my gifts were going to be used. Mm -hmm. And so Atlanta Ultrasound was more like, I don't know what I'm doing right now, but I'm just going to do this. You know, I'm going to open a business because I'm an entrepreneur and I don't want to work for people. Right. <laughs> but I didn't have much love and passion behind it. It's it's a good business. So that goes but, back. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. No, but, oh. but your joy has to be in it. It's right. It doesn't bring me joy. It brings right. me profit, but it doesn't bring me joy. Mm-hmm. So. so that goes back to um, last week's podcast um, where I talked about um, I've, I've been going step by step through what manifestation playbooks about and helping people strategize for 2020 and I say that um, I tell people the first thing to do is write down your top four goals and a lot of times our number one is more of a want versus a need you know and I say do your pros and cons for your top two number one and number two you know and the one that has the most cons is the one I mean the most pros is the one that you should go um, first begin to um, manifest and to to build out um, because it's more of a need and then once you build that up and number two is more of a want like you the passion behind that so once you build that up then now you have a business that's making generating profit now you can start more of the one that's your need because majority time I mean your want because majority time it's like like you it's to help you know be that lending hand so you don't have to always lean on that business as your 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 um income right you know so is that kind of like what what it is absolutely yes that's what i had to do well i didn't even know that the clinic was going to be in my future Mm -hmm. so i was just eventually got to a point after running the business where i just let go and let god and he said oh by the way i have something else for you to handle Mm -hmm. so let me tell you how that happened I bought the ultrasound machine, right? I mean, those aren't cheap. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just say a MacBook is nothing <laughs> compared to Anything a, in a medical, medical device. Yes, it's not cheap. Yeah. So I got I got the ultrasound machine, and I'm like, okay, this is what I'm gonna do. I used to go door to door doing sales anyway. Why not just go to doctors' offices, right? Mm-hmm. So the first doctors' office I go to get. 
I have a meeting with him and he says, yeah, I'm interested in your services. I hand him my flyer, give him my information. And he said, I have to talk it over and, you know, think about it and we'll see when we can implement it. He doesn't call me back for about a week and a half. So, you know, I have to um, call back and clickbait him (laughs) with an email that I know he'll open, right? (laughs) So I was like, "Uh, so I found a way to double your profits within the next 12 months and I'd love to talk to you about it. Boom, email opened, right? That's sales. You'll learn all that in Profit Lab. (laughs) So he opens it. He says, sure, let's meet today at 1030. I drive to Atlanta. And instead of taking the ultrasound contract, he offers me a chief operations officer position for five clinics. Girl, stop playing. Yeah. So he offered me um, X amount of dollars. I don't know. Should I say? Or okay. And I was like, it was a good number, but I had thought, you know, it is good, but I want to do the ultrasound business. And so I don't want to settle for this. So I told him I couldn't do it unless it was four. And I named 40,000. Okay. He offered offered me, yeah, sure. Uh He offered me Mm $90,000. And meanwhile, um, you know, I'm I'm just out of my first little bitty college program. Just got my GED, right? Like a couple (laughs) years ago. And I still said, no, I think... I really want to open the ultrasound business. I know it can be profitable. It will take like a year, but I had zero clients. But I still had faith that I could do better. And I said to him, he said, well, what would it take? And I said, honestly, I couldn't do it for less than 130000 a year. And he said, let's do it. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so I took the job naturally because I was, I was kind of happy even with the first number. <laughs> Figuring I didn't have a job. Well, but I, I believe that a woman and a person in general, mm-hmm. but women kind of struggle with this. So I want to say women should be paid for what they bring to the table. And if I'm knocking on your door and you're offering me a COO position, you see something that maybe even I don't. And I'm going to capitalize on that. Hashtag me too. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag won the case. No. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> so I was like, okay, uh, I took the job. I worked there and I loved the community that we served. Mm-hmm. And that was how I got into serving the Hispanic community in the medical business. But I didn't like the way, and I won't say the company's name, but that they really capitalized on the fact that these people were uninsured and had nowhere to go tell when they were mistreated. <laughs> and that's what made me really want to open my own and so I had said I left that company because I just couldn't work in that environment as a COO because when certain things go on I'm going to be the one on the news right the thing is is you got that title behind your name and see that's how people don't realize our journey you got to don't be, don't get upset about the plan of mm-hmm. the journey. That you may not know what the plan that God has for you, or the you know I don't know what you believe in the universe or whatever. Um, but everything happens for a reason, you know. So you have that title behind, that credentials behind you. You know, yeah, you went, you dropped out of school, you got your GED, but honey, you from GED C-O-O. to COO. Hello. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> so I was very happy about that, but I was. Uh, I was worried that something was, there were some things going on that shouldn't have been going on. Okay. Well, I'm just going to say that. And that as the chief operations officer, I'm supposed to be in charge of controlling that. 
So if anything legal did come out in the open, I'm going to be the one pinned for that. And I'm like, oh, not me, not now. Okay, so I left. And that was the best decision I made. But the day I left, I had talked to my best friend and I had prayed to God. And I said, I know what I want to do now. I want to deliver a better standard of excellence to this underserved community. And I want to do it within five years. That Monday, I was offered it. <laughs> opportunity to that was on Friday and the following Monday I had the opportunity to open a location yeah you manifested it that's what happens when you let go and let God God. Mm -hmm. right you manifested it you affirmed it you put it out there in the air yeah and it was it was given to you right so I never felt like the ultrasound business was my thing because he was my first client potentially (laughs) so I built it after then just to build the clinic Clinica Familiar I built the Atlanta ultrasound more to fund that because as a female who's not a doctor I couldn't get a loan yeah but I was like oh this is gonna happen <laughs> that's a determination that dedication that people don't realize when you're not handed things and you have to struggle and find a way and get into hustle mode that's what makes successful people who, 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 that's what molds those amazing greatness, you know. But um, I was going to say something. Um, well, and I'm known to, uh, I've never listened very well, especially to stereotypes. So when somebody is acting like I can't do something, then I'm 100% going to make it happen. That's why you click so well. (laughs) Like, we have so much in common, yes. And with any Cinderella story, there's always a villain. And I felt like that company was the villain that I needed to work against to to save the people, Mm -hmm. so to speak. That's what I was getting ready to say. It goes back to when the old saying, everyone's not meant to be in your life for for a long time. People Mm -hmm. come into your life for a reason. They came into your life for reasons, but they weren't meant to stay. They were meant to elevate you, you know. So that's when I always tell people, find a positive in every every situation. When you're in a bad situation, step back. And I have to tell myself this all the time. I sit back and I listen to myself talking to my friends. When I'm in a situation, I'm sure I always say, okay, what would you tell your friends? find a positive in every situation so I sit back and I find that positive and then that way you can move forward not always easy it's not always easy trust me but then I hear myself because I say it so much to people and so I'm one that lives by my words I sit back and I'm like okay this was what the positive was so now you know so and I, I knew that the way it happened that, you know, I went from GED to deciding to get an ultrasound degree. I mean, I'm a salesperson. Why was I even doing that? And then my f- buying a machine and my first position, my first account turning me into a COO, I was like, this is divine order. This is happening so fast. And in a way I would never plan for myself because it is out of my control. So it's so wonderful. Yes. When you let go of your own design and let room for the universe to come in and say, actually, I'm going to put this flower here. Stop filling your garden up with crap. And listen, I want to put this here. It's the best, best experience you can possibly have. You just taught me something about myself because I'm so used to being that alpha and having control, you know. I've been going through some stuff so what you really just like right now you just inspired what you said this was meant should I say you know because I'm so used to having control and 
everything I've been going through, I haven't been able to have control of. You know, so, and I keep hearing, you know, you just got to step back and ride the wave, ride the wave. And I've been saying this the whole time I've been going through what I've been going through. It's just like, yeah. you've done everything. And I hear my friends say, you've done everything. Yeah. So I just keep saying, well, I just got to ride the wave and, you know, let God take the wheel. And that's exactly what you did. You it's know. like that song, Row, Row, Row Your Boat. It's merrily, 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 merrily. Not, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> faster, faster, faster. You can tell your mom. Look. <laughs> I know. Look, yeah, because we always come up with the great, the best analogies or relatability. And that's what I always tell people. Make things, yeah, those metaphors, make things relatable to people, you know, and that's Mm. so like, okay. Row your boat. Not his boat, not her boat. Row your boat. I I saw that on a YouTube video that I'm going to send to you, and it's it's the funniest metaphor ever. (laughs) It makes so much sense. It, It needs to be shared with the world. Yes. Oh, my God. So, okay. That's... I love your story. It was, it's so, 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 so amazing. Um, if you could give one advice to the audience. First of all, before I go there, you Hispanic? Yes. I never knew that. Cause well, just I call talking. myself part Rican because... <laughs> Because my mother's from Puerto Rico, and my the rest of my family's American. My oh. father was American. Mm-hmm. I know you were talking. I'm like, I didn't know. I did not know that. So yeah, okay, yeah. See. I don't look it at all. You know. <laughs> so, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. See, I, I learn a lot. You would never always know somebody. So when you're meeting people, it's like you constantly learn. You know about them, so oh, yeah. okay. So I learned something new about you today. <laughs> I got some up in here. Okay, hello. <laughs> and then when you started saying the name of your um your org- like your company, oh, I was okay. like, you can hear it come out of you. You know. Yeah, I don't. I definitely don't speak the greatest Spanish, but I've I've gotten a few terms down pat. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me sound much more fluid than I am. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So okay. Okay. So. As we are coming to an end to this podcast of your amazing story that's so inspiring that really had me over here trying to hold back my tears. (laughs) I want to know if you could give one advice to our girlfriends, you know, that's listening. What advice would you give them to continue to stay strong? You know, because a lot of times we think that. I can't do this because I'm not this person. I don't fit the category that most people see what I want to do in. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. What advice would you give? Well, for one thing, I would say forget the mold. You should always be breaking it. And if you want to grow in business, especially now in time, but the tried and true method to grow in any area of your life is to stop worrying about being a go-getter and be a go-giver. If you are a go-giver and you just help people and look out for their best interest and try to uplift everyone around you, you will make a difference in other people's lives, other people's relationships, other people's businesses, and they will do whatever it takes to elevate you in return. The best thing you can do is just give. Give of who you are, and that's of who, what nobody else has to offer. Okay, I can't even come back from that right there. So, I'm just going to end this this podcast on that because that was an amazing way for us to end this episode. You know, the, the true essence, like I always say, of Her Brand, the Girl Talk Edition. 
inspiring. It's women inspiring women in business. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Thank you for joining us, for telling our um, our girlfriends your story and inspiring us. Um, I want you to tell the, the um, audience where they can find you, okay. how to follow you on social media, whether you're on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Um, your office, what you know. How can they find you? How can they contact you? The best thing is either on Facebook or LinkedIn, which is Bridget Hannigan. And uh, H-A-N-N-I-G-A-N. The first name's Bridget, B-R-I-D-G-E-T-T-E. My mother had to be unique about it. I hope to see you all on there and I hope to connect with you. I know everybody who's a fan of Kenyetta and her brand is going to be an amazing person and I would, I would love to meet you. Oh, yes. Yeah. So also be sure, you know, to go follow us on her brand, Girl Talk on Instagram, Her Brand Talk on Twitter, and of course on Facebook. Just put in her hashtag Her Brand and we going to pop up. So. <laughs> Um, and then you know I'm always doing behind the scenes. I will be starting up the YouTube soon with all the behind the scenes as well because it's so much fun. Of course, I know you guys want to see what's going on when we're at the restaurants eating and everything. Um, so, yes. Thank you again. I will see you guys next week for another episode of Her Brand Girl Talk. And, girl, we're about to eat because this food looks good. You Delicious. Know? Yes. <laughs>